When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The University of Tennessee has had to fire some coaches. There's no question about that. For the record, did you think the firing of Mike Vrabel was a mistake? Uh, Caleb Calhoun, being a fan of, or at least a follower and some sort of covering sense of both entities, uh, what did you think of the move by to remove Vrabel? I thought it was a mistake from afar, but I don't know them like you. I thought it was classic blame deflecting by a spoiled little child of a billionaire who runs the Titans franchise. He never pulls the punches, ladies and gentlemen. What should we do? Cooper Mays here. Hit like and subscribe. Thank you. That was very good. I like that. All right. Uh, which down is this, Coop? Coop here. First down. The most regrettable fire that Tennessee has ever made is blank. <sighs> this was a tough one for me. Because mm. while I... Because Tennessee has gotten significantly worse after some fires. But a lot of those times, it's because of the bad hires they made after the fire, not necessarily because of the fire itself. So I'm going to go out on a limb and do a hot take. And I'm going to say the most regrettable fire was Bruce Pearl. Because they could have fought for him and maybe won that case. You know, you get up, you go to that 3.45 a.m. production meeting to avoid these moments. I was going to say Bruce Pearl as well. I think he could have lied about three more times and probably still just had like a three-and-a-half game suspension. I think he would have been fine and he would have yes. come back and he would have been Tennessee's coach. And it's not right, and Tennessee got scared because you don't ever stand up for basketball when football's right here. And I got it at the time. I thought he's not going to make this. And he didn't. And I understood why. And I don't think you can lie to your employer. I think that's a terrible thing to do. And he did that. But man, nowadays, if Jim Harbaugh has been suspended half the season. Exactly. And Michigan comes out and is like, nope, we're sticking with them no matter what. It, it, they easily, easily could. And also the violation that Pearl lied about is no longer a violation. That's the funny part about it. So I think they... Could have kept Pearl. I think now they're probably fine with Rick Barnes, but they had to go through. Look, they, I, I remember, I, I don't want to get too deep into it, but uh, Quanzo Martin, I don't think he's a bad coach, but he was compared to Pearl, the worst type of hire you can have because Quanzo Martin is all defense and half court offense and slow it down and win games in the 60s. Coming off Pearl's like up tempo press, full court press for 40 minutes, you know, 40 minutes, that, that's the worst thing you could give fans in that moment so it's um so unless he was winning at a high level which he wasn't he was kind of a perennial ncaa tournament bubble team that was just the worst type of hire and it just made the pearl firing look that much worse uh yeah and there were some goofballs that tried to stir it up and make it up a, a, i thought a racial issue at the point too but that's a whole different story but uh i he was i thought great to work with uh Konza was and He's had success since he's left Tennessee. I don't think there's any question he's a solid coach, right? Yeah, he's a solid coach. He um he 
stresses defense. He 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 doesn't even bother to work on the offensive side though. A lot of times, I mean, it's almost like he's the Lincoln Riley, but for defense and basketball. All right, what down, Coop? Cooper Mays here, second down. All right, if Tennessee could go back and not fire Philip Fulmer, what would their have success been over the 2010s? They playing for any championships? Are they still falling apart? Because I believe if if the Titans keep Brable, they're going to be still competing to get in the playoffs, and that means you're competing to win a championship theoretically. Tennessee would do that in a twelve-team tournament. I think Tennessee. You know why this is such a hard question? Would Fulmer have you? You okay? I'll ask you this. You were tied to the program. If Fulmer had not been fired, do you think Dave Clawson is still gone after two thousand eight? Do you think he's at least? Fi- you think Fulmer's moving on from Dave Clawson after two thousand eight? You think that one year experiment is done? Oh yes, yes. So you're you're saying that Fulmer gets a chance, but he says you got to say goodbye to that other dude, that guy, that DC guy. Do you think? Well. Well, what I'm saying is I think Fulmer actively himself chooses to fire Dave Clawson, doesn't he? I think the janitor knew that that was going to be a wise move. Okay. So <laughs> I don't think that was ever discussed. Here's the thing. If that happens, depending on who they get, I think Tennessee plays for at least one more SEC championship because you know this, Dave. I know this. People are forgetting the quarterbacks that were interested in Tennessee. At, while Fulmer was still there. They could have Taj Boyd, Bryce Petty, Cam Newton. All three of them were, interest, were interested in Tennessee. Now, Cam Newton, they probably don't get because I don't think they were going to open up the checkbook at that time. Um, but they already had Bryce Petty and Taj Boyd ready to go. And those were two really good college quarterbacks. And so I think that is, a, I think just a good college quarterback like that is enough for you to compete for another SEC title, isn't it? If you get the right hire at offensive coordinator. One of those guys would have changed the recent history of the SEC, and you mentioned his name. Uh, portions of the program brought to you by Andy Mason, andymasonrealestate.com, over 40 years of experience. Also, uh, there in North Knoxville, enjoy life better when you see better. Campbell Cunningham, Taylor & Hahn, local vision service for LASIK cataract surgery and regular eye examination, ccteyes.com, ccteyes.com. Um, yeah, when, when I look at guys that have been fired over the years, um, if, if you were to go back, would Philip Fulmer played for one or two more? Yeah, I think you would, but eventually you would have to make a change. And it's interesting to think about how that change might've gone. The guy that I was referencing that would have changed the, the course of SEC football history would have been Cam Newton. Tennessee didn't want to recruit him. Uh, because they thought maybe he might be trouble off the field. I know that from a very good source who recruited him at the time. What if Tennessee's riding high with Philip Fulmer, who they stick with, is Cam Newton of all? I know he loved Tennessee. That is not a reach at all to say that he would have played for Tennessee. If you want to talk about crazy time history, that could have happened. Yeah, but look, the only problem is, and this is, I don't, I've never put this on Cam Newton, but his father was shopping him around. And we know that now verifiably and like do you think tennessee would have obliged 
Well, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I know that he was shopping him around, but that got out. Usually it doesn't get out. So maybe it doesn't get out. That's true. It doesn't get out every time. We didn't know about this dude was making that. And that guy was, that was the weird part about that story. It was like, how did that get out? And I still don't remember actually how, how did it get out? Uh, I think somebody from Mississippi state leaked it because Mississippi state here. All here's all that happened. This Auburn never got caught. What we know is that Mississippi state offered him a hundred thousand dollars. And what everybody is saying is, well, if Mississippi state offered this, he obviously went somewhere else. He didn't just go to Auburn for free. Then that's what we kind of, we pieced it together. So, and so somebody from Mississippi state was upset that he didn't go to Mississippi state, I think. And they leaked that out. So that's kind of this story. I was told that the magic number uh, was 185,000, just for the record. I don't know if that's the case, but that was the number that I was told. At the time. We can also, can we safely say if Fulmer stays at Tennessee, Dabo Sweeney does not have a Hall of Fame career at Clemson? Well, how about we do that? Tennessee center Cooper Mays here, third down. What kind of career does Dabo have if Philip Fulmer manages to resurrect things at Tennessee? I agree with you. It's not a... On a championship contending program year in and year out. No way. No, not at all. Because what happened? How did Dabo build Clemson? Taj Boyd came and he started, and Taj Boyd by himself was enough to be the best player in the ACC. So, in the week ACC, which is why Clemson kind of propelled itself to a top 20 program. And Dabo propelling Clemson to a top 20 program gave him enough credibility to start out recruiting Tennessee and other places. If Dabo Swinney doesn't have Taj Boyd, Dave, Dabo Swinney might get fired in 2012. I'm just going to give it to you straight. Taj Boyd to Sammy Watkins is what made Clemson a national brand. By itself, that duo, by itself, made Clemson a national brand, which was enough for Dabo Swinney to be able to recruit. So I think Dabo Swinney at best is just Tommy Bowden. And honestly, I think if Clemson had stuck with Tommy Bowden, they still probably have the same run they had because, again, they got the run at the expense of Tennessee's fall. Okay, so what three programs, give me three, do you think benefit the most uh, and or have benefited during Tennessee's recent struggles and should hope that the prognosticators like me, who thinks that Tennessee is going to be a perennial, uh, at least contender to make it in the college football playoff, I'm not saying they'll make it, but they're going to be there every year, in my opinion, uh, on the inside, very close or right on the outside. So what three programs should hope that we're wrong? Those that think that Tennessee is going to be a, a top 10-ish type program again. Well, Clemson, Clemson is at the top. Others? The other South Carolina school is number two. Um, okay. I think like, South Carolina's epic runner. It, it's it Now, here's the thing. Does Tennessee need South Carolina to be bad or does South Carolina to be Tennessee need Tennessee to be bad? It kind of goes one way or the other. But South Carolina under Steve Spurrier had their best run when Tennessee was at its worst. So, and then number three, I would say is probably, I'm going to go, and this is going to be out of left field one, but I'm actually going to go Kentucky. Because I think Kentucky, it can be a bowl team when Tennessee's really, really bad, which they have been over the past 10 years, because they can maybe get every now and then a player out of, you know, I don't want to say Randall Cobb, because that was, there was a specific way that happened, but they might get a player or two away from Tennessee with Mark Stoops and. So it's just enough for them to be a bowl team and not a perennial three and nine team. I'm going to go with uh, Daniel who says Clemson, Georgia and South Carolina. And obviously you beat Georgia for anybody. That's huge. But that, that, that would be 
uh, monstrous to be able to do that. But certainly Clemson should be wary. If you go back and look at the guys, they've got it. It seemed like their entire receiver core in one of those national championship games was nothing but guys that played either in East Tennessee or loved Tennessee. Like, and even Trevor Lawrence loved Tennessee. Uh, there's no question that Clemson. Trevor Lawrence throwing the T. Martin son and T. Higgins from Oak Ridge. That's what it would have been with with a very average coach. If you would have yeah. had the top 25% of coaches in the nation, that's what you got going. Also, I want to address Georgia, though, because people keep saying Georgia cashed in on Tennessee falling. That's Y'all are going chicken to the edge. You're looking at it backwards. I think Tennessee cashed in on Georgia being down in the 90s. Georgia doesn't need Tennessee to be down. Tennessee needs Georgia to be down more than the other way around because Georgia is just a more fertile recruiting ground. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's easier to win a Georgia than it is a Tennessee. It just is. Okay, so Tennessee needs Georgia to be down more than Georgia needs Tennessee to be down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely agree with that. You, yeah. You want, what you want Ray Goff to get rehired in some shape, form, or fashion? Kirby, you feeling tired because Ray Goff's right there, chomping at the bit, ready to go. By the way, speaking of really bad coaches, was it Travis who tagged us on Twitter yesterday about Tennessee, the Titans hiring Butch Jones? Which just like that's something Amy Adams Strunk would probably do. They probably have similar levels of intelligence. Oh, don't say that about anybody, including Butch Jones. That's like an insult to Butch Jones, just to say he has the intelligence of Butch Jones. <laughs> have you seen? Did you see the thing? The latest, uh, like he was, he was going to intro, and he was one of the coaches in the national championship thing that was going around. They did a intro for him. That guy's so he's the easiest person to make fun of of all time. Is he not? He is. He is. So it's, what was more pathetic? What's the more pathetic scene this year? Because this saved Butch Jones. Butch Jones wearing a bull-bound shirt for Arkansas State going 6-6 six and six, or LeBron and the Lakers raising a banner for the in-season tournament championship for the NBA? Uh, I, I I don't know. They they seem to both look <laughs> uh, very odd. I ne it never looks odd when you're there at Dynasty Pools and Spas. They bring you four downs. Love it right there. The showroom in Athens. Check them out. Then they'll deliver to you. That's Dynasty Pools and Spas. DynastySpas.com. Showroom is unbelievable. Amazing discounts for first responders, military, some blemish models that can save you a ton. So certainly check them out. They bring you uh, four downs. Yeah, I there are some guys that just seem to fit the goofy mold uh, mold. Isn't he one? And maybe I've been too hard on Eli Drinkwitz. Do you think Eli Drinkwitz ends up being like a really successful coach? Because I did I base it off how he, I did base it off how he looks goofy, and that makes me feel superficial and bad. I mean, this we stand on business. Josh handshake is one of the most like. That's, that's... So it's okay. He rehearsed it. It's okay. He rehearsed as as, it. It's okay as long as I'm making fun of people that think like you do. As long as we both right. find it funny, then then we can go ahead and uh, and jump in there. Other regrettable firings in in the SEC. We get to fourth down right now. All SEC center Cooper Mays here. Fourth down. All right. What's a bad firing in the SEC? I think historically I got a few and I want to, I want you to give me your thoughts. You can, you can even get a uh, Hank Kingsley on here for me. If you tell me what I think on these, I can, um, I can do that. So that's your approval. All right. So I, and I'm naming yeah. them. I'm yes. 
I'm, I'm actually going to name them. I'm not going to say they are regrettable, but I'm going to see your thoughts when I go. So I'll stay on Tennessee first, and I'll go to basketball. That's hot. <laughs> what do you think of the firing of Jerry Green? Regrettable? Or... Oh, that's crazy. Why would you even think that was regrettable? You had no choice. He got on statewide radio and made fun of you as an athletic director and as an athletic program. The only reason while you had about 15 martinis in him. I mean, what are you supposed to do? He, he at the time, it was just funny because he had the most successful four year run in Tennessee basketball history. And then they hired Buzz Peterson afterward, which was so horrible. I mean, but... Does anybody remember that? That was a drive off the side of the road situation when I heard that driving home that night. I mean, literally. All right. Um, one more for Tennessee ahead. before I get out of Tennessee. Here's a controversial one. What about Johnny Majors in 92? Does Tennessee have the same success in their majors in the mid-90s that they had under Fulmer? I will say that, yes, they also win one. I'm not okay. gonna say more or less, but I'll say they win one. And I wondered if you were we've worked together for over a year now and you've never asked me that. And I and I go back and forth. You might ask me tomorrow and I might have a different answer. But I'm curious what the people in the message board think, those that might be a little bit older like me. Do you think majors wins one because they had talent coming out of their ears? And he had the program rolling at that point which is true. Uh, do you think here's and one more? Sorry, I, I got to go to the other player, the other coaches, but I just have to ask you this last one. Do you think to a degree, at least well, however people feel about whether majors was wrong or he should have been fired? Do you think majors deserves some blame for his own firing with how he handled things? An absolute ton. Okay. Yeah. So you think nope. he did a lot of it to himself? No question. I uh, was overly confident. And I, th I think he admitted that to a lot of people close to him in his later years. So, but I think it's good that that chapter closed. Um, I'm glad it did because you were afraid it was going to just stay an open wound. And that was, that was pretty rough. So serious right, so, topic there. Hit, the, hit, the, hit yeah. the like and subscribe button, but I loved Couple. him. Man. Well, I could, we could probably go back and pull up old Johnny majors shows and laugh forever. You remember watching those back? He'd beat on the desk. I was four. And stuff. I was four. Of course I don't remember it. All right, so I got it. All right, so bring it up again. Here's a here's a here's a regrettable firing. I'm going to say he's a very regrettable one, Dave. Dan Mullen, I think Florida. That is a very regrettable firing. They fired him for one bad year, but I think they would take him back in a heartbeat. You know, it's funny you say that. I thought he was a slam dunk hire. I like an offensive coach, and I like the fact that you're at a school that really the recruiting should be taken care of for you. Oh, man. Question is, would he want that job? Well, they, should they have fired him to begin with, though? He was there for four years. And the re let me tell you why they fired him. They fired him because at one point they asked him about recruiting and he said, I'm not here to address recruiting in season. I'm focused on the season. I'll address recruiting in the offseason. And people got mad at him for saying that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I just I wonder, you know, uh, how long has it been since he's been a head coach? 2021 they they hired billy napier right after dan mullen okay so he's turned down some smaller jobs maybe he just doesn't like recruiting and stuff anymore that might be it i mean that if you sit it. it out usually you don't you just but you know, wait spurrier wrong. didn't like recruiting spurrier hated recruiting but he was still able to win because he could just get players in florida and he could out scheme you yeah i think that's a special place i think that's one of those jobs that you want 
But that's where Mullen was. Uh, yeah, it just went, it just doesn't seem like he wants to get out there and, and even work as hard as Spurrier at it. I don't know. It just seemed if he wanted another job, wouldn't he go get another job? Maybe, maybe, but maybe he didn't want to get fired by Florida either. I mean, I just know that, you know, the story of Spurrier with Emmett Smith. Spurrier is not a salesman at all because Emmett Smith was wondering whether or not he should stay at Florida in, in 90 and he went to Spurrier and Spurrier was like, well, just make your decision so I can know what to do with my running backs. <laughs> that's all he said. <laughs> um, so that's yeah. so. Are you going? Are you going regrettable, or are you saying uh, not regrettable? Uh, well, no. He had. If, if you don't win, uh, Florida is one of those jobs in Tennessee is to if you're not very very close to winning a championship when I hire you, you um, within four or five years. If you're not knocking on the door for a national championship, I am going to be looking for another coach. And it's just a matter of time until I can find one. If you're one of those top 15 jobs in Tennessee to me is one of those jobs. So you're going to say that's crazy. Okay. Um, I'm, I'll go to the next one then. Auburn firing Gus Malzahn. Oh yeah. I did forget to say that's crazy. Uh, Auburn firing Gus Malzahn. Yeah. Um, was it that as much as it was him wanting to leave, or was it both? I think he didn't like how he was treated by Auburn fans over the years. I think he thought he wasn't getting the respect he deserved for what he had done for the program, and he so he flirted with leaving a lot because of that, but never yeah, actually I, left. I'm gonna go with this. Hey now, I think that was a good move for both parties. It didn't seem like they liked each other at the time. All right, so you don't think that was a regrettable one? All right, here's an easy regrettable one, and you have to agree with me on this. Ole Miss firing David Cutcliffe. Most regrettable firing, I think, of all time. Um, I think it was, and you know why, right? Because he wouldn't that, fire the staff. Yeah, they wanted him to fire everybody pretty much on his staff. And let's remember, this is a different day and age of football, guys. I know you think that nowadays the assistants for the University of Alabama uh, Washington make uh, $400,000 and they just coach inside linebackers. Um, so, so you understand all that and that, that you're like, Oh, well, he's doing fine. Well, when I was around way back in the day, some of those guys were just making $70,000 a year. So um, to see a lot of those coaches build a little bit more stability was, has been interesting.